the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. God wants to bless us, and at the same time, God wants to protect us. He's a blessing God, and He also wants to protect us from the things that will bring us harm. And now, for, for mankind, for Adam here, now he has, he has the free will to choose. And the choice is this, I'm either going to believe God, or I'm not going to believe. I'm either going to obey Him and trust Him, or I'm not going to obey Him. Some people see God's limiting Adam from eating fruit from one tree in the garden as mean and tempting. Yet, as Pastor Dan teaches today, God was actually abundantly blessing Adam in this huge, perfect, verdant garden. He forbid one thing, and it was for their protection. But that is the one thing Adam and Eve focused on. Similarly, we desire what God seems to hold back. It's easy to ignore the blessings in front of us. Look to His goodness and recognize everything is for your blessing and protection if you obey. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Genesis chapter 2 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. eagerly waiting for Jesus to come and rescue us, aren't we? Who will, here's what he'll do, he will transform our lowly body that it may be conformed, shaped to his glorious body, according to the working by which he is able to uh, even subdue all things to himself. So Jesus Christ will uh, conform our lowly body to his glorious body. We will we'll receive a resurrected body that is just like Jesus's resurrected body. So now you can go back to Genesis chapter 2 for me. And beginning in verse 8, now we're given a description of Eden. And Eden will be the habitation of man in the beginning. Uh, again, this, this, is, this is all about Man, this is all just a platform on which God created man to have fellowship with mankind and a relationship with mankind. It begins with the universe, then the earth, then life on the earth, then mankind, and now where mankind will dwell on the earth in Eden. So verse 8. The Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. Now, I I think in our minds, I know at least in in my mind, uh, when I picture uh, Eden, I picture it as all a garden, that the whole thing is a garden. But as we see here, 
if you read the verse carefully, the garden was only in the eastern part of Eden. Uh, Eden seems to be a much larger region, as we're going to see in a few verses here. And so what God does now is God creates a garden in Eden for man to dwell. The word Eden means pleasant. It means delightful. And so God, he created the heavens and the earth and on the earth. He creates Eden, and in Eden, he creates this garden specifically for mankind to dwell in. It's a pleasant garden. It's a delightful garden. It's a pleasant environment for mankind to enjoy and live in fellowship with God. And then it says in verse 9, And out of the ground the Lord God made every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was also in the midst of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. I want you to notice in verse 9 that all the trees in this garden were pleasant to look at and good for food. Not just the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Every tree in the garden was beautiful and produced delicious fruit to eat. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil was not more beautiful or more delicious than any other tree. It's not like the Garden of Eden was filled with a bunch of pear trees and there was one peach tree there. And God said, you can eat all the pears you want, but I don't want you to eat any peaches. Well, that wouldn't be fair because nobody likes pears. Everybody likes peaches. And that's not what he does here. My point is, there is nothing uniquely tempting about the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. It wasn't the only beautiful tree. It wasn't the only one with delicious fruit. The whole garden was filled with beautiful trees bearing delicious fruit. God did not withhold His goodness from mankind. God's intention was to bless mankind with all kinds of beautiful trees, all kinds of Delicious fruit. Now in verses 10 to 14. We have a description of the rivers. And the, the boundaries of, of Eden. Not just the garden. But uh, it seems all of Eden. Verse 10 again. Now a river went out of Eden. To water, water the garden. And from there it parted. And it became four river heads. And of these four rivers. We are familiar with. Uh, with two of them today, if it's talking about the same rivers that we have today, two of them we don't know. The name of the first is Pishon. It is the one which skirts the whole land of Havilah. That, that would be Arabia, where there is gold. And the gold of that land is good, to which I say, isn't all gold good? You know, what's so great about that gold? Uh, Delium and the onyx stone are there. The name of the second river is Gihon. Now there's a Gihon in Jerusalem, but that's not the Gihon it's talking about here. Uh, This one goes around the whole land of Cush. Now that's Ethiopia. Uh, So we have Arabia, we've got Ethiopia and Africa. Uh, The name of the third river is Hidekel, which is the Tigris River which we know where that is today, if it's talking about the same Tigris River, it's the one which goes towards the east of Assyria. 
And the fourth river is the Euphrates River. Again, we know where the Euphrates River is uh, today. The Tigris and the Euphrates Rivers are both located in the Middle East, uh, in, in what was ancient Mesopotamia. So we know where Cush was located. That's Ethiopia and Africa. We know where uh, Havilah, that's Arabia. Uh, and then you have the Tigris and the Euphrates, ancient Mesopotamia. Uh, so if, if, you know, this area is huge territory, huge geographically that it's describing here for the land of Eden. And again, remember, the garden is just in the eastern part of the land of Eden. And so verse 15, then the Lord God took the man and he put him in the garden of Eden to tend and keep it. So God put man in this paradise that he had created for mankind and he put man in there to work, to tend and keep the garden. Work was part of God's original intention for mankind. Work is not the result of the fall. It's not the result of sin in the world. It's not part of the curse. Work was part of the ideal state for sinless man. And work was intended to bless man. To bless mankind. Now, before the fall, before sin entered the world, creation cooperated with man. Creation was fruitful all on its own. Man just needed to tend to the garden, cultivate it, care for it. There's no, there's no sense of toiling here. There's no sense of laboring to the point of exhaustion. There's no sense of stress here from, from the work. There's no sense of, of, of eking out a living here. All of that is the result of the fall that we're going to see in, in, in chapter 3. But God's original intention here was for mankind to live in this garden. A garden that was pleasant. A garden that was delightful for mankind to dwell in where mankind could dwell Adam and Eve could dwell and be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth where the work there is a blessing and most importantly where man could dwell with God and man could enjoy fellowship with God in the garden this was God's original intention for mankind For man to dwell in the garden, this beautiful place full of fruit, full of beauty, pleasant, delightful. For man to care for the garden. And for man to have fellowship with God every day. And for God to dwell with man and for man to dwell with God. This this is the original design. This is the original intention. That God had. But of course you know chapter 3. Mankind rejects what God originally intended. Mankind, Mankind rebels against it. And Eden is lost. And here it has been lost now for thousands of years. And here we all are. Because of the effect of the fall ultimately. And its impact on the world. And its impact upon life. But, but as you read through the Bible. 
when you get to the end of the Bible, in Revelation chapter 22, you find that God makes a new heaven and a new earth. And in that new earth, there's a garden. The Bible begins with mankind in a garden, and it ends with mankind in a garden. And in that garden in Revelation chapter 22, there's beauty, there's delight, there's a river, there's the tree of life, and most importantly, God is dwelling there. Pastor Dan will share the second half of today's message in just a moment. But first, he'd like to take a moment to tell you how you can receive prayer for your needs. Do you need prayer today? Every week we receive prayer requests from our listeners. If you need prayer for anything at all, we would like to pray for you right now. You can share your prayer requests with us through our website, calvaryec.com. Again, that's calvaryec.com or through our church app or by calling us at 410-491-4592. And can I ask you to pray for us as well? Pray for the Ring of Truth Radio Ministry as we bring the Word of God to those who need it. Thanks, Pastor Dan, and thank you for praying. Now, let's finish today's message. God dwells with man, and we're told in that garden, there's no more sin, there's no more death, There's no more crying. There's no more sorrow. There's no more pain. There's no more pandemics. The former things pass away and everything's made new. Everything that Adam lost, God will restore. That's what we're looking for. That's where we're heading if you've trusted Christ. Mankind began in a garden and for those who trust in Christ, it's going to end up in a garden where we're dwelling with God and He'll make all things new and we'll be with Him forever. And He will be our God and we will be His people. Notice here in verse 15 also, it says that man is supposed to keep the garden. Now, at this point in chapter 2, as it's recounting the creation of man, at this point, Eve is not created yet. It's just Adam And so this is instruction to Adam to tend the garden and keep it. That word keep it, it means to guard it. Again, this is spoken to Adam. Adam was supposed to guard the garden, which implies that there is some kind of danger in the world. There is some kind of threat to life in the garden that Adam, as the man, has been commissioned by God to protect the garden and Eve from whatever that threat is. And we're going to see that in chapter 3. So now verse 16. Look at verse 16. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, as much as you want. (laughs) But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil... You shall not eat. For, here's here's why, in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. Now, if you were to ask people that are familiar with the Bible, familiar with the story of Adam and Eve and the garden, if you were to ask them, what is the first command in the Bible regarding food? 
most people would say, do not eat of the, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And that would be incorrect. The first command in the Bible regarding food is in the previous verse, where it says, of every tree in the garden, you may freely eat. That's the first command. But isn't it interesting how most people kind of naturally remember what's forbidden and not the thing that's permitted? We, we focus on the negative command and not the positive command. God has said you can freely eat of every tree in the garden as much as you want. And, and we focus in on what we're not allowed to have. The one tree we're not allowed to have. If you have children, you know this is true. If you have children, you can say to your children, you can play anything you want. You just can't play video games. But anything else you want to play, you want to do, you're free to do. And what's your child going to say? Why can't I play video games? I want to play video games. They're going to focus on the one thing you've told them they can't do. The one thing that you've said is off limits. Instead of all of the things you've told them they can do. They're never going to say, oh, mom and dad, you're so generous. You've only limited one thing. You've given us all these other things to bless us. Now they're going to focus on the one thing. That they're not allowed to have. They're going to dwell on the one thing that's prohibited. That's just, that's just part of our sin nature. And we inherit it from Adam and Eve. God blessed Adam. God blessed Adam and Eve with all the trees in the garden. And remember, all of them are beautiful. All of them are delicious. And God said, you can have all of these trees. They're all for you to enjoy freely as much as you want. There's just this one. One tree that I I want you to stay away from. And the reason I want you to stay away from this one tree is because if you eat of this one tree, it will kill you. You'll surely die. I want you to note here, God does not say, if you eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, I will kill you. He says, if you eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you will surely die. Adam, don't eat of this tree because if you do, there's a consequence. There's a consequence. Do you see here? Do you see God's heart here? And do you see how we twist it? Because we're selfish and because we're sinful. God's heart, God's intention was to bless Adam and Eve with all the trees of the garden and to protect Adam and Eve from the one thing that will bring them harm. That's God's intention. I I, I want to bless you. I want you to enjoy everything I've created. All of this is good. It's all very good. I've created it all for you to enjoy. All for your pleasure. All for your benefit. All for your blessing. Every tree here. All the beautiful trees. All the delicious fruit you can eat. I just need you to stay away from this one tree. Because it's going to have a consequence. If you eat of this tree. it's, It's going to bring harm to you. It's going to cause death. And what does man do? Why can't I have that tree? But I want that one. But that one's, that one's more beautiful to me. And 
looks more delicious than the other trees. And and we get focused on the one thing. And and understand that God God is not trying to keep from us blessing. He's blessing. He's trying to keep harm from us. That's why God makes rules for us. That's why God says, don't do this. Stay away from that. Because it's harmful. Because it's hurtful. Because it brings death into your life. Physical death, spiritual death, emotional death, relational death. God wants to bless us. And at the same time, God wants to protect us. He's a blessing God. And he also wants to protect us from the things that will bring us harm. And now for, for mankind, for Adam here, now he has, he has the free will to choose. And the choice is this, I'm either going to believe God or I'm not going to believe God. I'm either going to obey him and trust him or I'm not going to obey him. And I'm not going to trust him. I'm either going to listen to what God's saying. Or I'm going to ignore what God's saying. And that's the choice that Adam and Eve had. And that's the choice that you have and I have every day. I'm either going to believe God and what he says. Because I know he loves me. And because I know he wants to bless me. And I know he wants to protect me from the things that are going to bring harm into my life and destruction into my life and death into my life and into my relationships and into my family. I'm either going to believe him. I'm not going to believe him. I'm either going to choose to walk in his ways. or I'm going to choose to go my own way because I think I know better than him. And we all have that choice. Every day we're all faced with the same choice that Adam had in the garden. And here's here's the good news. The last Adam, Jesus Christ, he came. And he chose to obey the Father. He chose to do the Father's will. In Philippians it says that he became obedient even unto death. Even the death of the cross. See what, what, what Adam lost in the garden, Jesus Christ redeemed. What Adam lost with his disobedience, Jesus Christ redeemed for us with his obedience. And so, Adam's given this choice. God wants to bless him. God wants to protect him. Just like God wants to bless us. And God wants to protect us. And God gives us a choice. Every day. To walk in his ways and believe him and obey him. Or go our own way. And do our own thing. But just know it brings death. It brings destruction. Your life is better when you walk in His ways. Your life is better when you obey Him. He asked me how I know.
You've been listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton as he teaches verse by verse through the book of Genesis. This Old Testament book of history and the start of what God created teaches you much about God's plan for the future. We hope you'll continue to tune in for Pastor Dan's studies. If you ever have any questions about what you've heard or would like someone to pray with, would you give us a call? You can reach us by calling 410-491-4592. Once again, that number is 410-491-4592. You can also fill out the prayer request form at calvaryec.com. Just click on the Connect tab to access it. We'd love to meet you in person, too. If you're in Columbia, Maryland, please join us this weekend for worship and studying Scripture together at Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City. There will be time to meet your brothers and sisters in Christ, too, and to spend time in prayer. We look forward to sharing this time of worship together with you. You'll find service times and directions at our website, calvaryec.com. While you're there, be sure to check out additional teachings from the Bible. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Once more, that's calvaryec.com. That's all we have time for today. There's much more to gain through this study through the book of Genesis. So be sure to join us next time on Ring of Truth. J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.